Hello and welcome, friends, to the Alex Levy Show. I am your host, Alex Levy, and I am so honored to have you spend an hour here with me. If you want to trust your inner guidance, ignite your intuition, and lead a spirit-guided life, then you are in the right place. I am a psychic medium, intuitive coach, and creator of the Spirit Guided Oracle, and you are listening on the International Angels Network. My passion is to help lightworkers cultivate their intuition. It is my hope that our time here today will be high vibe, spirited, and filled with light energy as we talk about practices, tips, and strategies to help guide people to their natural fullness of power. And I'm so excited about you joining me here today. So thank you guys for showing up. So my guest here today is Parashni Naidu, and I'm so thrilled that she is here to talk all about the angels with us. But more on that in a minute. I just want to take a moment to thank everyone here at the International Angels Network and our amazing producer and founder, Claudia Ibarra, for creating this safe and sacred space for lightworkers to connect and unite. If you would like to be featured in our directory or online directory here at International Angels Network, just head on over to our website and you can connect with uh, healers, readers, metaphysical online stores for the mind, body, and spirit. And finally, if you would like to experience my free angel clearing meditation, just head on over to my angel circle over at alexlevyonline.com. And this podcast is brought to you by Audible by Amazon. You can get your free audiobook today. So to redeem your audiobook, visit audibletrial.com forward slash international angels. You can try Audible free for one month and receive a free audiobook for just subscribing. And this really, really helps us support our online radio network, which we really appreciate. And you can cancel anytime. All right. So today I'm so honored to have internationally known angel intuitive and healer Parashni Naidu. Parashni is an empath and crystal child. She has always been interested in spirituality and has been communicating with her guides from an early age. She was born in South Africa and raised in Canada and Parashni now calls the U.S. her home. She has a background in psychology and sociology and incorporates her formal education into her classes. Though she has spent many years traveling the world, Parashni's life purpose as a healer and teacher came to her when she began working with the angelic realm. This is where her life really began to change in miraculous ways. Following the guidance of the angels, she began a life more in tune with her life purpose. Roshni wishes to share her experiences with all who resonate with her work and are guided to learn from her. She specializes in empowerment to help us rise above our ego and release any fears that may be keeping us from living the life of our souls. No, we deserve. Parashni is also an experienced animal communicator and has extensive experience working with animals in rehabilitation centers and sanctuaries. She loves to share her knowledge of the animal world so that we may all benefit from the gifts animals have to offer us. Parashni offers a variety of transformational and uplifting in-person and at-home audio classes, as well as personal angel readings. 
She has years of experience helping beautiful souls such as yourself awaken to a life of peace, harmony, joy, and fulfillment. You can find her at Parashni.com and on over at Facebook and Instagram at Parashni. And it is my pleasure to introduce Parashni. Welcome and thank you so much for hanging out with me here today. Hi, Alex. Thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. <laughs> uh, it is. It's, uh, I've been so looking forward to this. And uh, I know our readers and our listeners are, are thrilled to have you here. It's, it's truly an honor. Um, Thank so, you. Yeah. Can you, can you share a little bit about uh, with our listeners a little of your background? Because I think it's pretty cool. I think I heard, do you have a background with uh, the government and, and flight attendant as well? Yes, this is so strange. You know, my journey began um, very structured and, and uh, I don't want to say muggle, but very mainstream. <laughs> I, I, I was uh, born in Africa. My family immigrated to Canada when I was quite young. And I was always taught at a very young age to, you know, get a good job with benefits. And that was sort of, you know, hammered into me. So that's yeah. what I did. I went to university and uh, I got my bachelor's degree in sociology with a minor in psychology. So I was very, I've always been interested in spirituality, but I never saw how that could be a part of my life in a professional way. It just didn't really make any sense. So mm -hmm. I used to speak with my guides. I used to do readings for people all for free. And um, while I pursued my education and after I left university, I realized I, I was very blessed to get a job all the way through with the federal government. And after I left uh, school, I was hired again with immigration. And I thought, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. This is everything I've wanted and everything that I've been working towards. But I wasn't happy. I used to sit in my cubicle and I used to dream of, you know, faraway places and, and doing something that just fulfilled me. I, I just did not feel fulfilled. So I, I quit my job and I went and became a flight attendant for a while. And as fun as that was, again, I just wasn't feeling fulfilled. And that whole feeling just really didn't go away till I began working with my angels. And it happened very, oh, it, I'd like to say accidentally, but we all know it's more, it's divinely. I met a lady who had taken angel classes and uh, we struck up a friendship. And one day we were just talking about things completely unrelated. She looked at me and she said, you know, you have Archangel Michael with you. Mm. And yeah, I thought she was kind of crazy at that time. <laughs> because, you know, you always, everyone hears about Archangel Michael. And I right. thought, I didn't know anything about angels. And at that time, I didn't understand that angels could be with all of us at the same time. And so I thought, why would Archangel Michael be sitting here in Vancouver, Canada, having tea with a bunch of ladies <laughs> when he could, you know, be doing more important things? Yeah. There, there, there's stuff going on in our world. So I didn't understand that. And I really just kind of blew her off and, and you know, nodded politely, but I didn't take it very seriously. And... um but it stuck with me. When something resonates with your soul, it sticks with you and it's hard to shake. And it, yeah. it just kept, yeah, it just kept popping up into my mind in the weeks that followed. And um, finally I thought, well, what do I have to lose? I just, I called on Archangel Michael and just the way I call on my guides, just the way we, you know, talk to our imaginary friends, possibly. Mm -hmm. I just, I just talked. 
And sure enough, I saw him come up, I felt him, and I realized in that moment, he had always been with me. That feeling I had when I was a child, that I was protected, high energy feel we get with Michael, I felt all of it. And I realized, oh, he's always been here with me. And it opened up this huge um, block that I had, the floodgates, and my life just started flowing. After that time, I, I, I delved into angels just wholeheartedly and with their guidance. Because I had such a, um, oh, I guess, structured education, I've mm-hmm. always been very analytical and very logical. And so I knew all about with my psychology classes, I knew all about the, the power of persuasion and suggestion. And so I didn't want to read any angel books or learn anything from outside sources just in case. You know, I was maybe, you know, putting the thoughts in my head. Right. I, I, yeah, I was, I really took it very seriously (laughs) because I, I had to ask myself, like, am I, am I crazy? Am I, you know, what's going on here? And so I decided I was just going to learn about angels. And so I spent um, over two years just learning about angels. And that was what I did. I, I loved it. And I channeled with them and I spoke with them and I didn't, I didn't read books. I didn't take classes at that point I really just wanted to see you know what what it was all about before you know getting anyone else's opinion and after I was done and I felt I had a good grasp then I started reading books and I started hearing from other people and I realized a lot of my interaction with the angels the things they told me the the names that came up and the angels I connected with these were all verified by outside sources and I thought well okay, there's something to this angel work. I'm not imagining it. And my life began changing in such amazing, miraculous ways. It just, I became so passionate about the work they had done with me that I just wanted to share it with everyone else. So that's pretty much where it is with angels. My my life was blocked for so long. And then when I started uh, working with them, everything began flowing and it, it was amazing. The thing with angels is they're such a beautiful high vibration. Um, They really allow us to connect with our heart centers and connect Mm -hmm. with our dreams and connect with our path and our purpose. Yes. And it, you know, you, you know yourself just by working with angels that, you know, it's so easy to let fears intrude on our life when we're just going about our day, you know, humdrum. And when we allow the angels into our life, it, it sort of, it pushes your fears into the back seat. And, you know, in the front seat, you're replaced with faith. You're pla- you, you replace that fear with optimism, with hope, and all the limitations that we tend to build around our lives. You know, the, the, the rules we have about ourselves, like, well, you can't make a living doing this, or you can't, mm-hmm. you can't be happy doing that, or, you know, everything that we put onto, our, onto ourselves and onto our life it all gets taken away when we connect with that higher energy, that higher vibration of the angels and things that seemed impossible suddenly are possible. Solutions appear. And so it's, yeah, it's wonderful work. It's so, and it's so healing. And it's like, once you move through that and open that door, there's no going back to how things were. Oh, Um, you're so right about that, Alex. It's, It's so true. People, people, uh, you know, it's a common misconception with angels that life is just going to be smooth when you meet them. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's, that's not true. Right. But, you know, it, but it does. It, it, it really, you can't go back. Even during the bad times, 
once you've met your angels, you, it's a source of comfort and a source of guidance that even when times get tough, you can't ever go back to your old ways of thinking. It just, just, it's foreign. It just doesn't work anymore. So I want to ask you, so have you always been aware going back, you know, to your younger years that you had these gifts or, you know, do you remember, was there a certain age when you realized that you had the ability to kind of hear spirit, connect with angels, you know, listen to your higher self? You know, I think I've always been aware of that because I have, um, I'm a very strong medium and you yourself know, you know, being a medium, those are gifts Mm -hmm. that you're sort of, you can't really squash them. (laughs) They're there. Yes. And so at yeah, at a very young age, when I was a baby, I, you know, I have these vivid thoughts in my head of seeing things, and and my last life I connected with very strongly when I was just a baby, and I passed away very quickly, and you know, was re- reincarnated again um, within another two years, I think it was, a year or two years. It, it happened very quickly, but that memory stayed with me my, you know, my entire life, my entire childhood. I had this memory that I didn't know where it came from, but it was there. And so I always knew I had some sort of gift. Um, I didn't know what to do about it, mm-hmm. but I always knew there was something there. And I like how you talked about how, you know, once you really started diving the angels, you, instead of just start taking classes right away, which I, I'm a, I definitely believe in education and of course, Mm -hmm. but I like how you said you took a while to get to know it, to see how it felt for you. Mm -hmm. Right. I think that's a really good piece of uh, advice. It it really, uh, I, it, it resonates with me because angels, the one takeaway from angels that I've learned is that they are here to empower us on Mm -hmm. our journey. So me as a person, a lot of my past, problems that I had, you know, lack of self-confidence and hope and, you know, fears Mm -hmm. that were overwhelming me, all these things. When I began working with my angels, I began to become very empowered. And that just, that's something that you can only really do if you connect with the angels for yourself. I teach these classes and I, you know, I help people, I partner with them and help them meet their angels, which is, it's really wonderful, but angel work, working with angels, it's, it's available to all of us. You don't have to, you know, get to have a formal education and, right. you know, you, you just don't, it's, it's available to all of us. And when we allow ourselves to understand that we hold the power to connect with our guides and with our angels, we ourselves, it's incredibly uplifting and you kind of feel like a, like a superpower. Like you have a superpower. Yeah. It's really pretty cool. awesome. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, I have goosebumps right now. I, I, <laughs> I can feel the energy as we're talking. So I want to get back to the basics for a second. Cause I think sometimes we you know, I think I assume sometimes people know all yeah. angel stuff. And so let's kind of break <laughs> it down. Right. So what are the angels? Well, angels are energy beings, and they're most commonly known as the messengers of God or a creator. Basically, when you pray, your messages are brought to that higher power by the angels. They're carried to that higher power. So they are non-denominational beings. And a lot of the information we have, because there's so many huge 
religions in this world, ancient right. religions that that talk about angels, our information on them can be skewed depending on which religion you go to. It really, you know, the details don't matter. The big overall picture that angels are here to help us and to help humanity as a whole is really the important takeaway with angels. They're here to, they're the opposite of fear. They're here to help you in your life. They carry your prayers to this higher source. And they're here to help us um, better ourselves and to help each other. And so would you say that's their purpose, is, is to serve? I feel it is. Mm-hmm. I feel it's, it's all of our purpose. We are all interconnected, all of us, every, every life form on earth and off earth. We are mm-hmm. all connected to each other. So I believe that we are all here to serve each other. And um, the only problem with that is we can't really serve each other if we are not first serving ourselves. And so the angels help us empower ourselves and get to know our gifts and our strengths and our talents. And they teach us to care for ourselves and honor ourselves and love ourselves as unique and special beings. And once we have that down, we can really take that message and help each other and share that light with the world. So, um, you know, we're really, when we do angel work, we're really, mm-hmm. we're sort of like mini angels, really. <laughs> we're yeah. just spreading that light around. Yeah. It's so neat. It really, the, the energy one of the angel realm, it's it's unlike anything. You know, it it's really so, is. It's so different when I do a reading with angels, an angel reading versus a mediumship reading, the vibration. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's so different. And at first, once I started incorporating angel work it was like well I was like on a roller coaster I was like whoa I'm up yeah. and down I'm up and down I'm, and then you know when I you know finally realized how to hone that you know it's 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 such a neat energy um so I want to talk a little bit about guardian angels because this is a question I'm asked a lot about you know so what are your viewpoints on do you feel like guardian angels stay with us throughout our whole lifetime I really do, Alex. But with me, I, in my dealings with, um, with the angels, I connect very strongly with um, archangels. Okay. And when I've asked this question to the angels, well, why don't I connect with my guardian angels as strongly as I connect with you? It's because our guardian angels, the answer that I'm usually given is they usually very gently help in the background mm. because they are always with us they don't want to assert themselves too much because then they'd almost be living our lives for us. Um, By helping in the background, it's sort of a gentle way to encourage us, to lend us support, to help us feel like we're loved. And so they are with us, our guardian angels from um, birth to death. They they don't go anywhere. They're always there. And um, it's possible to know your guardian angels names, but it's not necessary. It's not Mm -hmm. necessary to, um, to, to do any of that. Our guardian angels don't really need recognition or, you know, parties thrown in their honor. They're, they're just, they're just happy to support us in the background. They're just like little gentle cheerleaders, right? Giving exactly. us these nudges. Yeah. Gentle is a good word for it. They really are very, very gentle. And do you feel like there's a certain number of guardian angels that are with us? You know, a lot of people, it's, it's so divided, and, and I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, but for me personally, on my work working with angels, I believe everyone has at least two. Yeah. I've met people that, that have more yeah. than two, but... 
I have to say I agree with that. I feel that mm-hmm. um, intuitively as well. Mm-hmm. I know just connecting with people, I know sometimes there's a guardian angel that's usually more nurturing mm-hmm. in, um, in, in feel. And, and then there's one that's a little more pushing you mm-hmm. to get out there. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's usually they embody the male and female energy. And, oh, yeah. and yeah, so it's, it's usually, it, it makes sense that there'd be two of them, you know, someone sort of pushing, but someone also supporting us. It's, it's sort of that, the best of both worlds. That balance. Yeah. Yes. So I know you're also an animal communicator, mm-hmm. and I've always wondered if uh, if pets are love or pets or animals in general if they have angels with them. I yes, often, they yeah, do. Because I, I always <laughs> feel I have a little fur baby at home, my little dog, mm-hmm. and I always feel he's really connected with elementals specifically. Yes, so but, you just answered. Yeah, yeah I just, guess did I answer? <laughs> you answered it for me. Thank you. <laughs> no, but it's true. They, they're. It, it's like fairies. The elemental realm, mm-hmm. um, the fairy realm, really is like their their version of angels. It's just a little more earth based yeah. than um, the angel vibration, but it's the same sort of thing. Um, you know, they all all are all are animals, uh, whether they're wild animals or you know domesticated. They all have angels with them, all supporting them, because incarnating in a physical body comes with its own challenges. And so, just like we have help with that's true. So <laughs> I I I want to maybe kind of break down this concept and see what your thoughts are about free will when it comes to angels, because I think it's something to for people to be aware of, right? Right. Well, with with free will, the thing with angels is they will never interfere mm-hmm. and intervene unless you call on them or unless your life is in jeopardy. And um, it's a little complicated. If we have a minute, I'll just take you through it yeah. really fast. Please, please. What happens? <laughs> what happens is when we're in, we're in heaven, we decide ourselves to write what kind of life we're going to lead, and it's based on what lessons we want to experience in order to achieve a certain soul growth. Each of us has different lessons we incarnate to um, to learn, and so when we're in heaven, we write. You know, we do, we write our script for our life. And um, sometimes we write unpleasant situations into our life Mm -hmm. as a way of achieving a certain degree of soul growth or to learn a lesson. And um, it's not that these are meant to be unpleasant. It's just that challenges are perceived by humanity as being, you know, a little uncomfortable and not fun and nobody wants them. So we write all of this down for ourselves and, when we come to earth, we don't remember any of this. Yeah. So it's very, you go through your, your life. You know, let's say, um, let's say someone's having relationship problems or going through a messy divorce and they're sitting there. Well, I don't, you know, I don't know why it's not working out. I've prayed, I've called on my angels. Why aren't my angels listening to me? And so it's a common misconception. People can think, well, your angels, my angels just aren't with me. No, your angels basically don't want to intervene on something that you've decided your soul needs to experience. And so they will be there supporting and guiding, but ultimately us, our higher selves, our souls, our oversouls, we've written the script of our life and we will follow that script and our angels will only intervene if something happens that isn't written into that script. 
you know, an unexpected um, yes. tragedy or something, they sometimes will intervene and they have mm-hmm. for me for sure. But generally they won't, they won't do that. If you've written your script that you need to go through certain things in life, they will be there to support you, but they won't intervene to change that situation. Right. Did, have you ever had an experience where you felt like they did intervene or you physically felt mm-hmm. something or anything? Absolutely. It's actually one of my favorite stories. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. glad you asked. They've, they've, I had a case. That was a tough one because I was so logical, you know, and I had my world all figured out and so sure of myself and so controlling mm-hmm. with my energy that they had to make themselves known very, very, um, very abruptly and very in my face for me to believe it. But when I first began working with angels and uh, I spent some time working with Archangel Michael Mm -hmm. and Michael led me to go meditate every day at the ocean. And this is when I lived in Vancouver, Canada. I was blessed enough to live very close to the ocean. So I'd go down to meditate every morning before I went to work. And one day I just had a feeling things were just a little, a little off. It just, the energy just didn't feel quite right. I I don't know what it was, but Michael assured me, it's okay. You're safe. And I went down and I had a wonderful meditation and I felt really great and it was really useful. But on my way back, I was walking down the path. It was the seawall in Vancouver. And I went through this little dip where it was basically the ocean and then rock. Oh, and wow. I see, yeah, and I couldn't see people on either side. So it was completely blocked from view for probably about half a mile or so, where it was just all by myself. And no one was out that day. I was completely by myself. And so I'm walking along the path, la, 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 you know, mm-hmm. mind my own business. And out jumps this guy directly in front of me. Now, there were rocks in, on one side and the ocean on the other. So I had no choice but to walk past this person on a very narrow path. And he started immediately yelling and waving his arms around and coming at me. Oh, my God. And I felt this huge click. I felt, I saw, I heard this audible bubble go around me, just click. Mm. It was so intense. And so it, it just, there was no mistaking it. And I somehow was able to walk past this man without him touching me, even though he was hurling his fists at me for whatever reason, he didn't touch me and I didn't touch him. And there was, I don't know how that was physically possible because it was a very narrow path, but I walked past him and the most, and that was miraculous in itself. But the most miraculous thing about all of that was that I wasn't afraid and I Mm. wasn't angry. Generally, if someone is yelling at me, I'm not Mother Teresa. I'm going right. to react. <laughs> yeah, I think most I'm, of I'm us gonna, would, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to react. You know, there's a guy trying to hit me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have words. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel anger and I didn't mm-hmm. feel fear. All I, I, I remember I was crying, but not out of fear. It was out of love. Mm-hmm. I just saw this man and I saw all the anger coming out of him. And I just, I felt such profound love for him and it was Michael and in that Mm. moment I realized I was connecting with Archangel Michael and being in his energy helped me transcend all my fears and I I realized that this person had issues and it wasn't anything to do with me and I felt such love for him and such caring for him 
that Michael actually had to rush me along because I, I was worried about him. And Michael's like, don't worry, my child, we'll take care of him. <laughs> just keep going. But it was just so much love for him. And that was the truly miraculous thing. If someone's trying to hurt you, you're generally not going to, you know, want to give them a hug and tell right. them it's okay. Right. And that was, that was, that was my first like real concrete experience with um, Archangel Michael and how they, how the angels in general can intervene and assist us in very miraculous ways. Wow. Thank you for sharing mm-hmm. that. Oh, that... It, it is, thank you for allowing mm-hmm. me to share that. I, I get goosebumps every time I tell that story because it's just the power of heaven is just so immense. It is. Know, it's, if we... Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And it's, it's similar because I had about maybe six months ago, I was uh, walking outside and I was crossing a crosswalk and a car didn't stop and it it slammed on its brakes within centimeters of me without hitting me oh. and it was probably going at least 45 or more and oh my gosh. what you were saying about like the bubble around you that's exactly what I felt mm-hmm. like I didn't feel fear yeah. I just yeah. felt like this energy around me that almost made me stand where I was and I didn't move and I just mm-hmm. felt the car just stop but it did the, the brakes didn't screech I mean And I just knew in that moment that was, uh, you know, heaven was intervening. It was like an angelic intervention, but there was no fear and there was no anger. Like you were saying, like, I wasn't angry at the car and I was able to, I I mean, I was able to go on my day. I mean, I was a little shaken up, but I wasn't, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I actually was almost hit by a car, but I wasn't, it was weird. Yeah, it wasn't traumatizing that no. is, is so divine that we both yeah. had the same experience yes. like yeah. how we don't even know each other no. so for anyone listening this is this is angels for you that's an amazing story so amazing so let's talk about the archangels i think most people are so familiar a lot of people are familiar with them and specifically i want to talk about michael in a moment but can you kind of break down what the archangels actually do well, it's it's hard to break. It's challenging. It's hard, <laughs> challenging to break the break down what they do because, it, as humans, we tend to humanize their presence. Mm. And archangels are powerful. Generally, they're very very powerful. And the angels that are interacting with us right now on the planet are here to help guide our planet in its ascension process. And so they're sort of the, the leaders and it's hard, it, it's challenging to mm-hmm. describe it because we tend to humanize that and, yeah. and we, we tend to humanize them as being sort of um, in charge of the other angels. And mm. I don't, I, but that's the closest way I could really describe it is that they are um, team leaders is what Michael is telling me right now. Okay. He's saying that they're sort of team leaders for the other angels and they are the specialty. They are the specialists at what they do. And so they each have a very different um, mission on how they conserve humanity. And so someone like Michael, he's the leader of all light workers. So if you are a light worker and it is your calling to help others, or assist in the ascension process, your team leader is Archangel Michael, Mm -hmm. which means you report back to him in dream time. He takes care of any special needs you may have, you know, to help you on your mission so that you can do um, what you need to do. You've basically, you've got your mission from, from heaven. Michael's in your, your, you know, your commander and he's going to send you out and um, you always have 
your angels with you to check back on. So mm. it's, it's very comforting. So they're very, I, very powerful. They're so, yeah, they really are. It's, but there's something I feel that's kind of happening now, specifically with Archangel Michael, that I feel like, for back, lack of a better word, he, more people mainstream, it seems like so many people are connecting to him and, you know, outside of the mm. spiritual community. So what is it about Michael that you think that so many people universally connect with him easier, perhaps, than some of the other ones? Michael embodies that divine male energy that is perfect and balanced the way it should be. When we are born into human bodies, we have hormones and stuff to deal with. Um, angels, of course, don't have that. So his energy is so balanced as being like that perfect aspect because angels have no sex. They, mm -hmm. they are not, they have no gender. They're right. neither male, they're neither female. But, and the, the perfect, the perfect blend for us is to have a nice mix of both of those energies and be, you know, nicely in the middle ground. Michael embodies that male aspect of, you can rely on him. You feel safe. You feel protected. You feel stable. But in the best sense of those words, you don't feel um, disempowered by him assisting. It, it's, he's just the perfect version of that energy. And being of the fire element, Michael's not shy. That's another mm. thing about Michael. He really lets himself be known. So he's got this really, because he has so much history working with our planet, he has quite the reputation yeah. where when we talk about Michael, when you connect with that name, you're drawing upon Archangel Michael, but you're also drawing upon the energy of him, his history on the planet. And it's all good. So that's why it's so easy for people to connect mm -hmm. with Michael and why people feel drawn to him, it's all good. We, throughout yeah. history, you know, it's in our blood. It's part of our makeup yes. that we're sort of used to trusting Michael. And that mm -hmm. energy is so perfect in that male aspect of that energy that it's just, it resonates with people on a level that they immediately feel comfortable with. Yeah, Michael, it's, it's, it's his angels, his energy is just spectacular. And uh, so thank you for explaining that. So how about um, Archangel Nathaniel? Can you talk a little bit about him and, and his specialty? I love Nathaniel. Anyone who, who meets Nathaniel loves Nathaniel. <laughs> I have a, yeah, I have a core group of angels I work with, Michael being one, Nathaniel being another. They're, they're my best friends, really. Mm -hmm. And Nathaniel is of the fire element as well. His color is red. Michael's is blue, indigo blue or cobalt blue for Michael. Nathaniel's red, and Nathaniel's name means uh, gift of God or gifts of God, and he is a relatively new angel, I suppose you could say, working with mm -hmm. our planet. Yep. He's really here to help with uh, the ascension process that we're undergoing, and he helps by um, really helping us get out of any ruts we're in. He's really all about positive change. And if you feel you're stuck at any point in your life, and this is a huge one, and this is why so many people feel so connected to Archangel Nathaniel, is as light workers or as sensitive people, we usually go through the first half of our life building barriers and walls around ourselves in order to protect ourselves right. from the energy out there. 
and so and you know we we write our little weird scripts in our head and you know try to protect ourselves mm-hmm. from everything and then comes this beautiful angel archangel nathaniel who takes all of that away and helps mm. us break all of that down so we can reconnect with our purpose and our path because that's what we need to connect with in order to you know achieve happiness fulfillment that's what we need so nathaniel's really wonderful at helping he's he's an obstacle um clearer he really takes away anything that is um, keeping you down. I like to say that Archangel Nathaniel really works through us. And what I mean by that is that he works very often with our um, intuition. If you have something that you um, that is making you afraid and you have someone saying, well, geez, if you just let go of that fear, it'll be better. And this is what you need to do to let go of that fear. It's, a little challenging to believe it. Nathaniel comes in. How he works with us is he sort of. Um, it, can I tell a little story? Yeah. If, you, if we have time. Oh, definitely. This is how I. Okay, this is how I first. This is going to explain a lot better than my than just you know me trying to explain Nathaniel's <laughs> presence. I'll tell you how he came to me. Yeah, um, I'd love I love to hear that. Yeah, I was working with angels for a while, and I was so used to working with Michael. And whenever I called on an angel, they came very easily. Nathaniel was a little bit of an issue. I called on Nathaniel. I felt nothing. And so I thought, okay, I, I don't get it. And, you know, my friends had said, well, if you call on Nathaniel, he'll really help you. Because at that point, I was really feeling stuck in my life. And mm-hmm. I didn't know how to unstick myself. And so I called on Nathaniel. I wasn't really feeling anything. But now, at that time, I was living in Vancouver. I was single. And I loved to read. Mm-hmm. And my weekends, I work so much that, you know, my weekends consisted any spare time with me sitting down with something warm to drink and my books. And I was so obsessed with my books. I had my entire apartment, my wall, the walls were covered with book, bookshelves. And I have my books organized and a weekend for me was like, arranging them you know by color and by mm-hmm. author and by <laughs> it's just ridiculous things and <laughs> I was so obsessed with my books and if you told anyone you know geez I you know I like books I like to read they would say that's great that's a great thing for you to do so I never saw this as a problem right but it was really it was taking away from my life purpose I should have been writing I should have been, mm. you know, creating angel classes. I should have been out there doing greetings. There's so many things I could have been doing instead of sitting there just, you know, transporting myself to another world because that's really what I did with my reading. I was, it was an escape for me, a way to escape reality. And so Nathaniel, um, he didn't come up and say, hey, you need to let go of those books because if someone would have told me that, I would have said, okay, I don't know about this Nathaniel guy, but <laughs> it's not for me and yeah. so he didn't say that he didn't say that he started working through me and he connected me with my desires and my desires my dreams and my goals were so important to you know my higher self that my fears really got pushed into the background mm. and one day I was sitting there in my apartment and I had this urge to get rid of all my books mm-hmm. and I'd been wow yeah, an avid reader. I, yeah. I I loved my books. Like when I left home, I, I, you know, I came with books. That's what I brought with me instead of clothing. I loved my books. and But I had this urge that I needed to get rid of them. So in the middle of the night, you know, I, I, 
put on some clothes and got my, took all my books into huge black garbage bags, took them down 16 flights of stairs and left them in front of the recycle bin because I had so many of them that I couldn't even, I, I, there was no room for them. And I lived downtown. So mm-hmm. those books were gone the next morning, just like that. But it was at a point in my life where I didn't have um, a lot of money and I had a lot of friends that could have definitely used those books. I could have donated them. There's so many things I could have done with those books. But in that moment, that energy of Nathaniel was so strong that all I could do was get rid of those books. And when I came back into my apartment after they were all gone, it felt clean. It felt fresh and it felt like things had really changed. And within a year of me doing that, within a year of meeting Nathaniel, I had gotten married. I'd moved to a different country. I had started my career. I had done everything that I had on my to-do list. So sometimes, yeah, we don't know what holds us back. If we knew, we'd do it, right? Right. Yes, (laughs) it's true. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I love Nathaniel. And he's so easy to work with he's so easy to work with whenever anyone works with Archangel Nathaniel they're just they automatically they're best friends with Nathaniel he's mm-hmm. so easy to work with yeah he has a unique energy it's, it's different. he does yeah. it's very fresh and it it's is. very um modern almost I think so too yeah so you mentioned um Michael and Nathaniel are there any archangels that you work with kind of as a as a core team you'd say or Archangel um Ariel is one mm-hmm. is one of the angels mm-hmm. I work with very strongly. Um Ariel helps us helps if you have any animals at home that you're particularly attached to or if you just simply like nature and the outdoors. Archangel Ariel is the nature uh, is the angel of wildlife mm-hmm. and the environment. And she's um, sort of she works very closely with the fairy realm. And so when I do animal communication, I call on uh, Archangel Ariel. She's a wonderful angel for that, but she also helps us with manifestation. And I love to uh, recommend Ariel because her energy. When you work with Ariel, it's like working with a magical fairy princess Mm -hmm. she is so happy she's always laughing yeah she just like ignites a spark of happiness inside of you I don't you know she she's never really instructed me to do anything Mm -hmm. she's just simply her presence yes that yeah she just she teaches you just by being there with you and she leads you to have more fun in life and and self-care and all these wonderful things that really, once you start on that path, it helps us manifest. It helps us manifest from a higher level so that we draw better situations, better experiences to us. So she's one of those core angels that if you don't know who to work with, I would definitely recommend her because she can help in such a gentle way that you don't necessarily have to be sitting there channeling with her or, you know, asking her for certain things. You can just simply benefit from having her around you and she'll just lift you up and lead you to more fun and happiness. And suddenly you'll be talking to trees and animals (laughs) and it's so great. (laughs) Yeah. She's a great angel to start with. She is. She really is. So what is your process like when you're giving an angel reading? Oh, let's see. I, first of all, I love angel readings. I really, really do. When we connect, it's, it's so easy to feel um, disconnected sometimes when we're 
connected to our fears and all of that. And when we do an angel reading and to feel heaven come in, it just makes every problem you have sort of just seem like nothing. So whether you're receiving an angel reading or giving an angel reading, it, the experience is so blessed and so transformative. My process when I first started reading is quite similar to how, you know, what it is when I connect with angels every day. Mm-hmm. I basically, I, if I know I have a reading during that day, I simply wake up in the morning and ask my angels, okay, I, I need to, you know, do this reading, please pass on any information that's relevant to help me connect to, you know, my client's angel. When I'm actually sitting down for doing the reading and to connect with the angels, I'll make sure that I'm somewhere quiet and relaxed. I center myself, which means I lock out all other noise Mm -hmm. and just connect on that nice voice of heaven. And then I simply ask the angels to come through with any messages that they have. It's very vital to really center yourself or, and let go of any fear and allow our energy to relax. Because when our energy is relaxed, we're more able to pick up on that gentle guidance of the angels that's always around us. So that's pretty much my process. And then I just mm-hmm. allow them to talk and pass on any information they have for me or for my clients. Mm-hmm. And how do you receive the information intuitively? Do you, do you feel it more? Are you seeing things? You know, strangely enough, in my own life, I'm very clairsentient and uh, very claircognizant. Claircognizant uh, is basically knowing where thoughts just pop into your head and you just know. And clairsentience is where you feel it through your body, where you just feel, you know, you're in certain ways, you feel guidance. Um, I, it's completely different when I'm doing a reading. I hear the angels. I'm very clairaudient. Mm. I channel. And so I can hear Michael telling me exactly, you know, what I should be passing on to someone. I can hear that voice very clear. Or if their angels come in, their uh, loved ones come in possibly for a message. Mm-hmm. It's all the same. It's very, very um, clairaudient. I hear everything. Mm. I love that. And I've also found, I think, I just find that clairaudience and uh, clairsentience is really connected. Let the two go kind of hand in hand. I agree with you because, uh, you know, it is through our body. So yeah. it makes sense that it would be connected. Yeah. And, yeah. And it just, it, when we do readings professionally, I think the angels, it was never a strong um, gift for me, but when you do angels, when you do angel readings in a professional manner, it's important that you hear your angels. It just makes it go so yeah. much faster. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think our angels help us, you know, develop that clara when we're doing readings so that we can pass on that information in its purest form. Because when we channel, everything goes through our energy. Right. And the more we practice, of course, the clearer that becomes. And it's Absolutely. an easier way. Mm. Do you feel that there are more angels right now on the earth, on this planet? And if so, like, why is that? Definitely. Absolutely. I believe there are more angels now than ever before on our planet. And there are, if anyone's curious, more angels than people on our planet or, or in existence. There's definitely more angels. But yes, they are all here for us because they are helping transition in vibration. Basically, we're raising our vibration of the planet as a whole and humanity 
as a whole. Now that includes all the animals on the planet, all the insects, we're all evolving. Mm -hmm. And so our angels are all here and not just our angels, our ascended masters, our guides, everybody's here to help. These are all energy beings. They're just all are at different levels, none lower or higher than the others, just simply different. Because as people, we all exist on different energy levels vibrationally. You know, you can think of your life, you know, and one, you know, when you first start off that you're, you're, you have a very different life than you would be having maybe 20 years into the future. So as you go through your life and process the challenges and learn the lessons that you need to learn, you evolve as a soul. And so on every level as a person and humanity in general, we have someone there guiding us and assisting us on every level. So one is never, you know, better or less than the other. But our angels are here so, so strongly right now because mm-hmm. they are holding space for us and encouraging us. Because when we go through transformation, it's like a teenager. If anyone can remember yeah. how it is to be a teenager, it's not, it's not fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not fun. But, you know, that's change for you and that's growth for you. And when we are um, going through that, it's very easy to fall into despair and fear. And so our angels are with us, um, are with the planet right now to help us have faith and optimism and hope. Because if we can hold on to those things, we are really transcending those challenges that we face and stepping up vibrationally. And mm-hmm. each person on this planet, if each person did that, it's huge for the energy of the planet as a whole. So please. Yeah. Please, yeah, if you if you ever doubt that, you know, your angels are with you or you ever doubt that, you know, you have a purpose, that's it. You know, your life is is important for that reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm, it's so true. So what advice would you give to people who want to develop their angelic connection? My advice is to trust your intuition. Mm -hmm. Very often our angels speak to us. Um, There's so many ways that our angels can can speak to us. But when we are first starting, we usually have ideas, limitations that we put onto ourselves on how things are supposed to go that keeps us from hearing that voice of our angels. So our angels will speak to us through our intuition and through our own feelings. Mm -hmm. So I very strongly um, recommend tuning into your own feelings and nurturing those feelings. If your gut reaction is telling you uh, or gut instinct is telling you something, pay attention. When we honor our body and we honor the messages our body gives us and we honor our feelings, we're really giving it a green light and saying, okay, I trust you. I trust myself. Mm -hmm. So give me more. And the more you do that, the stronger that connection becomes with your angels and the more all those limitations sort of just sort of melt away, drop away. And so you're just, you know, your, your clairs open up and you're just feeling more connected. So definitely my biggest um, or the most important advice I think I can give is just to honor yourself and trust yourself and know that the angels very often, this is how they will start. This is how they will begin um, speaking with you is through your own intuition. Yeah. It's so important to trust and surrender, right? 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we are wrapping up in just a few minutes and I know you are available for a private sessions and you have online workshops and uh, in-person workshops, right? So yes, I do. Do you have any th- upcoming events you would like to talk about? I do actually. Thank you so much for asking. I appreciate that. Um, we have, I actually teach a lot with my husband. Um, it's so much easier. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's so nice to be able to teach with him because before this, we used to plan our classes separately and then oh, we'd gosh. be gone from home for weeks yeah. because, you know, my classes and his classes. And so now we, we have one that we do together called a master class where it's really a beginner angel class, but it takes you through the different levels of uh, working with angels where we, you know, the introduction level, then we begin working with cards and learn about the different angels. We learn about angelic mediumship and also angelic uh, animal communication, which I like to do with Ariel. Mm. So that one, we do this class um, every year, but we're, our next class is going to be in Las Vegas. Oh, <laughs> Interestingly fun. enough. Yeah. So, yeah, so we'd love to have anyone over there if you want to, if you feel guided to connect with your angels. It's a very safe place to do it when we have these classes because um, you're with like-minded people. Oh, you're in yeah. a safe environment. So it, it's really nice. If anyone's never been to an angel class, um, I highly recommend it. It's just a wonderful way just to even be in the energy of the mm, angels. Yeah, in a group setting, it's really amazing. So where can it people uh, find you and connect with you at? You can find me on my um, website or webpage, um, proshni.com, and it's, I'm sure you'll have a link there so people can spell it all, spell it out, because I, I won't go through the whole spelling of my name. <laughs> you can connect with me there. You can connect with me on Instagram or even on Facebook. I'm very active on Facebook. Well, thank you so much. So shoot me an email. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, send her an email and I'll put your links will be up and people can connect with you. And uh, thank you, Parashini, so much for joining me today. I know uh, everyone listening is just so happy that you're here. And I hope you'll come back because I have so much more I want to chat with you about. No, <laughs> this was so much fun, Alex. I, I hope I hope that I can come back soon because I this was so much fun. So thank oh. you so much for having me. This was great. Thank you. And I am Alex Levy, and this is The Alex Levy Show. And thank you so much for tuning in. Please send me a hello over at Instagram. You can find me at alexlevy underscore intuitive. And the Spirit Guided Oracle is available. You can connect with me at the internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash Alex. Saturdays, we have Susie Parrott at 2 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. UK time. Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern with Claudia Ibarra. Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern with Divine Guidance with Shishi O'Donnell. Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern with Diane Morgan on Angel Navigation. Wednesdays, Angel Talk with Sue. And you can join me next Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern with myself, Alex Levy. And if you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe in the Apple Podcasts and on our YouTube channel so you're notified of future episodes as they are released. And for future events, courses, personal readings, you can head on over to alexlevyonline.com. Get a meditation for just joining. So thank you guys for listening. And please stay spirit guided.